The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the spirit, which believers in him were to receive. For as yet there was no spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So at this point, uh, uh, as we are having a baptism today, and we have young little Sophie being baptized today, if she feels the need to go powder her nose in the family room, she is welcome. If she uh, gets talkative or it won't hurt my feelings if, if, if you need to walk out uh, during the middle of the sermon. I know kids get, kids get feisty. So... That's entirely up to you. Um, so Pentecost, today is the feast day of Pentecost and Pe Pentecost is considered the church's birthday. Happy birthday church, the birth of the church. There you go, and many more. It is when the Holy Spirit descended on the disciples and it gave them understanding and wisdom and courage and they went forth through their native land and to foreign lands afar and they spread the good news of the incarnation and the life of Jesus, the resurrection and the promise of an advocate, a comforter, the Holy Spirit who will be with us always. People believed, many were baptized, many unfortunately were martyred, and despite all the challenges, the church grew around the world from the first bumbling, unsure, sometimes scared, mostly all the time scared disciples to a global reach of astronomical proportions. They didn't know that this was going to happen. They didn't have a roadmap. They were just empowered to go forth to the unknown regions beyond. Because the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, touched their hearts and they couldn't help but go. They couldn't help it because it was on their heart 
It was the truth on their heart and they couldn't help themselves. They had to go forward. And we celebrate this day of Pentecost with Christians around the world who revel in the phenomenon that is the birth of the church and the arrival of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit which sustains the church and all of us who commit ourselves to following in the ways of Jesus. The Holy Spirit converts our hearts. The Holy Spirit gives us imagination. The Holy Spirit gives us wisdom and understanding of God and an understanding of our neighbor. The church exists because of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit which sustains congregations. In Genesis, you may remember the story of the creation story where God uh, creates humankind and breathes into the first human to give that human life. And the word for breath, for that breath of God, is the same word for spirit. Ruach, the same word for the breath of God, is the same word for spirit. Now, I like to tell this story sometimes when I'm teaching classes uh, in basic Christianity, but when I was studying theater many, many, many years ago, I had a speech teacher who taught us breathing exercises, and she was French. And she spoke with this very thick French accent and she would have us lie down on the floor and do all this kind of deep breathing and she would walk around very authoritatively and she would say, Inspire, expire. Inspire, expire. In English, breathe in, exhale. Breathe in, exhale. And inspirer in French is spelled the same way as inspire in English. So I always connect that inspirer, like the breath of God, with inspiration, with inspiration the very breath of God. Now, if you're a creative person, you know how that feels, to feel inspired, to have moments when you feel like you're in spirit, you're inspired, where you feel like you are in the spirit. And many of you, and with other professions or instances in life, you have, you have those moments where you have an amazing idea and it comes to you and you say, I don't know where it came from, it was inspired. Musicians know this. Musicians know this all too well. They're inspired. The Spirit of God calls us like the flames that come down upon the disciples today in the, in the reading from Acts. They were inspired to be alive in the Spirit. Now, the church is here to guide and help cultivate a life in the Spirit to live inspired lives. Now, when we do this, we prepare people to follow in the way of Jesus, to become a disciple of Jesus. And after all, what is Jesus all about? Jesus is about love of God, love of neighbor, and love of self, 
in a healthy way, to, be a, in, to, be, to have a love of self in a healthy way takes into consideration the love of God and the love of neighbor in all humility and with gratitude. So we are all spiritual beings meant to live inspired lives that transform the world, to be creative, to imagine a life as inspired. As Peter quotes the prophet Joel, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Acts says that this will happen in the last days. Well, what if we don't really concern ourselves so much with the last days, but what if we're talking about the end, end of a different kind of world? What if we're talking about if the last days simply mean the end of the days of old, the old ways of inertia, old ways that are no longer life-giving? What if the arrival of the Holy Spirit and living in the Spirit is the new way to be? A whole new world of possibility of love of God, love of neighbor, of imagination and creativity, of lives lived in the Spirit. <clears throat> so the church is here to help us live lives in the Spirit. We all have been imbued by and have life because of God who has infused us with God's Spirit. So no matter what our beliefs are, as there are many, many different religious beliefs out there, we all are human, we all share the same Spirit of God, and we are all spiritual beings regardless. Religion, religion is just how we organize our spirituality. So we strive to gain wisdom because wisdom informs us on how to lead a spiritual life. And the church, the church is here for all of that. Living lives in the spirit means living an integrated, whole, holistic life. And spirituality is a quest for the sacred, a quest for meaning, a quest for understanding our human identity. We believe that the revelation of God to the people of Israel and the incarnation, the crucifixion, the resurrection, the ascension of Jesus is the roadmap living to live a spiritual life which is focused on the transformation of humanity and the world. That is how we as Christians organize our spiritual selves. So Pentecost is one of the four days of the year where in the Episcopal Church we offer baptisms. Now because of this sense of wonder of the Spirit of God infusing us with a new way of living that is why we have baptisms on this day. And this is what Sophie, who is there, she's still doing good, who will be baptized today, will be baptized into a faith that believes in living a life in the spirit. Now Sophie is young and she has her whole life ahead of her. And with her baptism, her parents will make promises on her behalf to raise her in the life of the spirit to reject those things that take us away from the God things in life, like love, compassion, respect for others. And we will ask God to help us support Sophie in her life as a new Christian. 
So we call down the Spirit with the action of baptism, with intentionality. We say, come Holy Spirit, be with this child and infuse her heart and mind with all that is good and all that is of God's will and help her to know that she is always loved and sustained by the very breath of God. And we pray that she is sustained by the faith of those who have come before her as well as by a faith community who will help lift her up and by the Spirit's presence in her life, a presence that will give her courage and strength and wisdom, resilience and joy, even through good or bad times. Every new generation has challenges, as they did in Jesus' time, Every generation has challenges, and every, every, every newborn is born into a world that is different than the world before. And if Sophie can build and sustain a spiritual core within her throughout her young years, then she can do anything and be the change in the world that the world so desperately needs. She can be that agent of transformation, just like the disciples were 2,000-plus years ago. The coming of the Spirit is the sign of hope. And I say this often that nothing says hope like the birth of a newborn baby. Because when we look at a newborn, we see the hope for the future. We see the possibility. Because when you look down at that little face, it is just a, a blank canvas of love. So baptism is a sign of hope and a sign of the promise that is made for us that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God, ever. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good, says Paul. The manifestation of the Spirit for the common good, and that means for the good of all. Now, the Holy Spirit is described in Scripture as the advocate or the comforter, but it doesn't seem like these two words really capture the Holy Spirit because the Spirit often breaks into the lives of the disciples in very dramatic ways. At Jesus' baptism, the heavens break open. When the Spirit leaves Jesus' body on the cross, there's an earthquake and the curtain in the temple that separates the Holy of Holies from the congregation. That curtain that is the veil between humanity and divinity is ripped in half, very violent. But the Spirit also comes down like a dove and is often depicted as a dove. So we have today the Spirit coming down like tongues of fire, and we also have a dove. Both represent the Holy Spirit, because sometimes the Spirit breaks into our lives in comforting ways, guiding us gently in the right direction, and sometimes the Spirit breaks in violently to get our attention because we need to hear something. Either way, the presence of the Spirit in our lives disrupts, disrupts our lives for the good and for the good of others. So if you ever want to know, is this from the Holy Spirit or just any old spirit? I don't know. You have to discern, is it for the good? Or is, am I doing something for selfish reasons? The Spirit is the fuel the breath of God mingling with our humanness to stir things up as well as to give us the glow of presence that is, affection, uh, that is infectious and life-affirming. So 
as we all today in this baptism, baptism uh, service, as we all um, renew our baptismal vows today, think about the presence that we share with others. And let us open up our hearts and minds and soul to the spirit of inspiration, truth, courage, love, and wisdom, and pray for the newness of life, a life lived in the spirit, both for those who will be baptized around the world today and for ourselves who may be a little bit more jaded and may be resistant. The Holy Spirit is a breath of fresh air, badly needed and craved in a world that is desperately seeking calm over chaos, love over hate, truth over lies, reason over contortion, good over bad, trust over fear. Today we celebrate new life lived in the Spirit. May it be our intention to go out into the regions beyond and share this good news. Amen.